Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, August 15th, 2016. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. I can't even believe it's only a week till school starts. <laughs> when, the, when the next podcast comes out, uh, I will be driving a bus and my son will be a sophomore in high school. Holy crap. I just don't know. <laughs> my kid cracks me up. He, he does. We, we were at the school the other day. <clears throat> looking around so he can get familiar where his classes are. And we passed a lot of girls. We passed students. We passed with their parents. And they always check out my son. I mean, he's a handsome dude. He's 6'2", dark hair, dark eyes. Um, he's doing the no-shave thing right now, so he's kind of scruffy. Broad shoulders, long legs. I mean, he's a handsome guy. And they're all—they're always staring at him, and they stared at him at the school the other day. And <laughs> we passed this one group of girls who all looked at him and kind of giggle, giggle to them you know, to each other. We want a safe distance, and I go, "Honey, sometimes I guess you're just too hot." He—he he stops. He goes, "Mom, you know what? This hot thing—it's a curse. It's a curse, Mom. I'm telling you, they're always looking at me." I said, honey, when you're in your 40s or 50s, you're going to wish this curse was still going on. Enjoy it while it's happening. And, and the day went on, and, and girls still checked him out, and he still bitched, and I still laughed. But he is. He, he's handsome. He just is. My ex-husband and I did something right. So that's, that's always a bonus. That, that it's a bonus. Now, what's not going right is Gypsy Girl Press. I haven't even had a chance to to work on it. It's still down. <clears throat> what my goal is, is to have it up um, for self-publishing. And you'll be able to go two one of two paths. You can either go by the guided lessons and do it yourself. Or I can do it all for you. Those are your two paths. So that's what I'm working on on Gypsy Girl Press. The Passion Zone. For those of you who've been with me a while, you might remember The Passion Zone, which was my um, sex and romance uh, podcast and website and um, adult toy store. Well, the adult toy store is still on. It's still there. It's still selling stuff. And the Facebook page that I created years ago that I have done nothing with in most of 2016 keeps gaining people. <laughs> It keeps getting people, and it amazes me. It it's you know out there's more people on the passion zone than there is my um, personal page, my 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 personal me, my personal page, or Alley Thieves Friends, or Out of Body Ecstasy. And I do nothing with it, so I don't know what I'm going to do with that thing. I don't. I need to do something. Um, it's been suggested that I just close the page down. But, uh, I don't know. So, stay tuned for that. Um, don't forget, August 31st, last day I am doing readings, period. I am not bringing them back. I am done. I am done. So, it is a firm date. <laughs> it does not move. <clears throat> so, if you want a reading from me, August 31st is your last day. 
email me, alliethes at yahoo.com, or go to Out of Body XC and click, click on the Soul Connection readings, and they're right there. But that page will be coming down on September 1st. Alrighty. <clears throat> now, if you're asking, but what if we have questions about out-of-body ecstasy or maybe soulmates because you got your book coming out? Uh, I'm not quite sure what I do about that, but they will not be readings. I may have a um, consult line where we can talk about it, but zero readings. I am done as of the 31st. Um, something else is coming up. <clears throat> I have decided to start a loneliness support group, and I got this idea, I may have mentioned this last week, I, I'm old, I don't remember, that uh, it was a post-secret postcard, and it was a giraffe, and it said, there's a support group for everything but loneliness, and I thought, you know what, this person's right, so I'm going to start one, and I rented, I already booked a room here in, in Worcester, a, a meeting room. It is, let me look at my calendar. It's not until October, which gives me time to get things together. Um, where is it? Ah, there it is. It is October 6th, between 6 and 8 at Worcester in the library. <clears throat> Meeting room one, if anybody is interested. And my goal for this, my goal for the Loneliness Support Group, is to get people consciously aware of when they're lonely, what triggers the loneliness, and to have the tools to deal with it, to cope with loneliness. Because loneliness, it, it, it I'll talk about loneliness more in a minute, because that's the topic this week. Um, but I'm starting the group, and if you're in the Worcester area, I hope you stop by. Uh, the first meeting is kind of like a planning meeting, because I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, you know, it's a clean slate just trying to do something. So stop by for some cookies and some coffee and and just a chat in the room. Okay, tarot overview of the week. Yes, yes, I'm still using the Native Spirit, Spirit Oracle cards. Do I own other Oracle cards? Yes, I do. But, truth be told, they are packed away. I have been packing my office. I have... I'm looking at, oh, about 35 banker's boxes full of books and other things, and there's still plenty to go in my office. Um, I'm hoping the foreclosure thing, that I can arrange it so I can keep the house, but I don't think they're going to let me. It's just the gut feeling I've got. Uh, so I don't want them to say, no, you can't have that house, you evil person, and I have to move within a month. Uh, there's 16 years of stuff in this house, and I collect books, so you can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine how much stuff I've got in my house, and it's just Kyle and me moving. So, yeah. But anyways, you guys are just going to have to buck up. Tarot overview of the week. And what happens here is I shuffle the deck of Native Spirit Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. I put out three cards. I play the theme to Downton Abbey because it's short and sweet and I like the song. During the song, you pick, hmm, do I want card one, card two, card three? You decide. And that is your energy overview for the week. If you go to Out of Body Ecstasy, uh, I will post the Ask Alley podcast there as well, as it's also on iTunes and Stitcher. But on... 
Out of Body Ecstasy, there is a picture of the cards that I drew. So you can look at them. All right. We got it? <laughs> All right. So let me let me uh, fire up the phone here and get the Downton Abbey because I missed the show already. And let's play. And you pick card one, card two, or card number three. Card one, card two, or card number three. Stick with the card. There's no change in after I tell you what each card means. I picked card number one. All right? So, if you were like me, and you picked card number one, you picked Spirit of Air. Okay? It's clarity and expansive perception of life is emerging. You're being advised to see life from a higher perspective. Clear out mental clutter. Breathe. All is well. Do not be concerned. The cobwebs are being cleared away. Communicate your truth. Take care of details. Pay attention and don't let things slip through the cracks. Take time to hear the truth of others. Spirit is whispering to you. Open your mind to see the situation in a new light. Okay, so that is Spirit of Air. If you picked number two... You picked offerings. And this means the universe is grateful for you. I think personally the universe is grateful for all of us. <laughs> but the universe is really letting you know this week. You are a gift to the world. Feel gratitude for everything in your life, even the things that don't seem perfect. Appreciation for everything flows through you in great bounty. Cherish the preciousness of life and everyone and everything around you. And thus you will be cherished. Makes sense, doesn't it? And if you picked card number three, you picked Walking in Beauty. Radiant beauty surrounds you. You're beautiful inside and out. No matter what your age, your grace is growing. Being in balance. As you walk in beauty and feel gratitude for it, your life will be filled with immense splendor. Whenever, whenever you can, spend time in natural, wild spaces. As you see and hear and feel the beauty around you, your own beauty will grow. Isn't that nice? So card number one was Spirit of Air. Card number two was Offerings. And card number three was Walking in Beauty. You can see a picture of all three cards on outofbodyecstasy.com. Right, Zena? Zena, you want to say hi? Because you're climbing on me. And you're kind of disturbing my flow. Nope. Not going to say hi. Just going to dig her claws into my legs. Thank you. I, I, I don't need I don't need those those legs at all. They're, they're, no, they're of no use to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. The topic of this week is loneliness. The silent killer. Loneliness kills everything in its path. It kills friendships, relationships. It kills self-esteem, confidence. 
it rips out your soul, it stomps on your heart, and it breaks people. It breaks them. And when people break, that's when they form into an island. And when you're an island, you have a wall around you. So not only are you separate from people, that wall is up so high that people can't possibly get in. And loneliness does not mean that you're alone. There's a difference. I'm alone. I'm not in a relationship. And I'm not lonely. But you can be lonely in a marriage. You can be lonely surrounded by your family. You can be lonely at work in the midst of your co-workers. You can be lonely as the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. You can be lonely as the janitor in a middle school. Loneliness doesn't have a requirement. It doesn't have a certain person picked out. It doesn't matter your gender, your sexual orientation, your social economic status, your religion, your political views. It doesn't care how much education you've had or how many times you've been married. It doesn't care. All it cares is that once it gets a hold of you, it moves in. And we don't wake up one morning and feel lonely. We don't, nah, it's Monday morning, I feel lonely. Disconnection, which is what leads to loneliness, is a slow yet steady progress. The disconnect it has a catalyst. It has an event that incites the loneliness into action. Think, think of the event as a small snowball at the top of a mountain. It's tiny up there on that mountain. You probably not, can't even see it if you're at the bottom. That snowball is tiny compared to the rest of the mountain. However, say a bird kind of kicks it, kicks it off the mountain, and it starts to travel downhill. As it travels downhill, it picks up speed and increases in size, correct? It rolls down with a continuous push from the mountain. That snowball is on automatic. That's like your subconscious. It's on automatic. Once the event takes place, your subconscious keeps the snowball going downhill and it keeps putting up walls around you, shutting others out. It does this without any promoting from you. You don't say, go, loneliness, go. It's on automatic. Now, you could stop it. You can stop the snowball, you can stop the walls, you can stop all the automatic. If you're conscious of it happening. But loneliness is like a ninja. It's stealthy. It, it works in the cover of darkness and blocks everyone out until it's just you. Just you. Disconnected from family, friends, and co-workers. Loneliness turns you into an island. It keeps you from making connections. It stops you from finding your soulmates. From what I have found, there are there are five there are, are five events that incite loneliness. 
The first one is heartbreak. We have all had our heart broken. We're human beings. We love. We put ourselves out there. And from time to time, that heart gets ripped out and someone does the Irish jig on top of it. Okay? It hurts. It hurts a lot sometimes. And it can take time to get over it. It can take, you know, weeks, months, years. But heartbreak is that snowball. Oh, that snowball. That tricky ninja snowball. Just sitting there at the top of the mountain, ready to roll down. When our heart is broken, we are hesitant, most people, not all, to reach out again. It can almost take an act of Congress for us to reach out. And if you know anything about the United States Congress, that's a lot. <laughs> Get something passed through there. But anyways, when our heart breaks, we lose trust. We lose trust in others. We lose trust in ourselves to make the right decision on who to allow in our life. And that absence of trust is what kicks that snowball down the hill. It's what puts those walls up. You don't trust yourself to pick somebody out. You don't trust the person you pick out not to break your heart. So heartbreak is the first one. The second one is social media. Social media, it's wonderful for keeping in touch with people you have, you don't see a whole lot. Friends, relatives, people you went to high school with, um, co-workers maybe. You know, if they call off, you know why from the drunken night beforehand. Uh, but social media has a dark side. Social media, when a person posts to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, they're putting on their best face. They're putting on that they're all sunshine and happy. Not everybody, again, this is not everybody, but most. They want you to see how happy they are with their partner. They want you to see how happy they are with their kids. They want to see how, show you how happy they are with their job. Happy, 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 happy. And when you look through the Facebook posts or the Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat, you you think, God, that person's just, they've got it all. They've got the looks. They've got the happy family. They've got the great job. Look at the car they drive. They're always on vacation. And then you're like, oh, crap. And there goes the snowball down the hill. Because you look, and you look, and you see all these happy faces. But guess what? Just because you see pictures of happy people does not mean they're actually happy. People do not want to show others that they're upset, that their life isn't perfect, that they're not angry, that they're not sad, that they're not lonely. They don't want other people to know that. They want you to think they're happy, happy, happy. And that causes people to go on that downward spiral into loneliness. Well, I can never have that. 
I can't compete with that. Okay, so social media. Think, think back here a second. When you take a test, take a personality test. Go online and take a personality test. I learned this in one of my psychology classes. When you take a self... Um, what's the term I want to use? Self-graded, self-administered, self-administered uh, psychology test or any type of test that, that goes about your personality. People tend to pick the answer that makes them look good, not the answer that necessarily is true. People do not want to look like crap in front of other people. They just don't. For the majority. So they so personality tests like social media will have you pick or post the thing that puts you in the best light. Keep that in mind, social when you're trolling Facebook, keep it in mind. Okay? Three, expectations. Expectations ruin the best of things. It ruins relationships like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> it ruins relationships before they can even get started. You meet somebody, and all of a sudden you're going down the aisle with them. You get married to somebody, and all of a sudden you see your house full of kids when you haven't even spoken about it. Okay. You apply for a job, and you already see yourself working there. You expect to be working there. You expect things to turn out exactly the way you want it. Now, there is a difference between that type of expectations and being confident. You're confident you can get the job based on your merit. You're confident in approaching this relationship that it could go someplace. There's a difference between that confidence and expecting things to turn out a certain way. You can't just meet somebody and, and go to start picking out China because you're expecting to marry them. There's a difference. When you expect something, you are living in tomorrow. You are living a week from now. You are living in a month or every year, year from now. Expectations take you out of the present. And you can't get to tomorrow, to next week, to next year, unless you deal with right now, today. So expectations, when they're not met, can incite loneliness. Four, external happiness. When we look for happiness outside of ourselves, I'll be happy when blank, 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 blank. I'll be happy when I get that car. I'll be happy when I get that job. I'll be happy when I move. I'll be happy when I'm divorced. I'll be happy when I'm married. I'll be happy when I date. I'll be happy when my kids are off at college. It's an external event that has the job of making you happy. Wrong. An external event will never make you happy. It's nobody's job to make you happy. It's not your parents' job, your spouse's job, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your children, your animals, your co-workers, your boss... It's no one's job to make you happy. Happiness comes from within. Happiness is internal. 
When people look for other people to make them happy and other events to make them happy, guess what? You're never happy. And when you get disappointment after disappointment after disappointment because those external things are not making you happy, that snowball goes down the hill, those walls go up, loneliness is abound. Okay? And number five, news. And I'm talking the news media. I'm talking CNN. I'm talking Fox. I'm talking Facebook. I'm talking New York Times. Uh, news outlets. 96% of what they broadcast, what they write about, what they put on the news, what you hear on the radio, is bad news. It's something horrendous, something horrible. Because that's what makes people tune in. That's what makes people go, oh my God, and listen more. And especially with this political climate, with the elections coming up for President of the United States, it is going to be brutal. Absolutely, positively brutal. No matter who you vote for, no matter whose side you're on, it is going to be nasty. And after somebody's elected, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty for a while. And the more you listen to the news about it being nasty, the more you listen to or read your Facebook posts, because people post and post and post about things being horrible. That puts the walls up. That makes you be an island. That starts the loneliness snowball going down the hill. It incites loneliness. So you've, you've got to be careful. We all go through these things. We all have heartbreak. We all look at social media and go, ah. We all put expectations out there. We all look at an external source for happiness. Not always, but it happens. And we all tune in the news at some point in time. Once you learn the top five events that incite loneliness, once you understand, consciously understand that these things incite loneliness then you can put the brakes on. You can stop the snowball. You can break the snowball up because you understand what's happening. You understand what causes the loneliness to happen in the begin with. All right? Okay. So I want to thank you here for joining me at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at AllieThees.com. We'll catch you guys next Monday. Have a good one. Bye.